0: Spring is generally considered a time of reawakening or rebirth. Flowers begin to bloom, the temperatures increase, daytime gets longer. It is the time of year when people like to come outside more, especially after a harsh winter. In other words, it is a time of resurrection. But this earthly spring is not really a true Resurrection is it? It is a revival of life that is already present in this world. Something like a dead stump or a dead tree or a dead rose bush does not come back to life, at least in the natural process. The lesson today is called Resurrection Consider, comprehend, and expect. Consider, comprehend and expect. The first point is consider. Critical thinking is not a new concept, is it? But I think it is something people needed to be reminded about periodically. God wants people to consider or ponder a variety of concepts, like in dealing with certain kinds of anxiety issues talked about in Luke chapter 12. And he said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. Luke 12, 22 through 23. And to prove his point, he used... Examples in nature for people to consider or ponder. He said, consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more valuable are you than birds? Luke chapter 12, verse 24. And then he builds his point. Consider the lilies. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet, I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Luke chapter 12 verses verse 27. Jesus wants his people to understand the nature of God. God loves his people but he wants people to put life's issues in the proper perspective, especially in the form of and respect to eternity. Instead, he says in that same context, seek his kingdom and these things, food, drink, clothing, will be added to you. Listen to why pondering about the ravens and the lilies brings us to proper Critical thinking. Provide yourselves with money bags. Now, if I left it there, that would sound like a bank account, wouldn't it? That do not grow old. All right, now we're moving into a different realm. With a treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Luke chapter 12, 33 through 34. As God blesses the ravens and the lilies, he will surely bless us with heavenly splendor. The resurrection is an essential and spiritual shaping Biblical biblical subject. Wisdom would consider its validity. The patriarch Abraham considered its validity in two ways. Through his son, Isaac, and life after this physical life. With his son, God tested Abraham and asked for a sacrifice of his son. Abraham trusted God implicitly. But how could God keep his promise? Abraham surmised, what? That God would resurrect his son. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it is said, through Isaac shall all your offspring be named. He considered, he pondered, that God was able even to raise him from the dead. He recognized God's all-powerful, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back, Hebrews eleven seventeen 17 through 19. But prior to this, even before going to the land of Canaan, God said, hey, I want you to go where you've never been. Okay, leave the area you are used to So God being God, I think Abraham considered that God would take care of him. Hmm, God can do all things. He has a plan. He's directing me. I think he can take care of me. Not just this earth, but beyond. For he, that is Abraham, was looking forward to a city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. And studying that, you recognize he's talking about an eternal city, heaven. Hebrews 11, verse 10. And he considered this, that God was able to do that. During the time of Christ, the concept of the resurrection among the Jews broke into two major factions. You have the Sadducees and you have the Pharisees. The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection at all. The Pharisees, one of those points that they did agree with Jesus on was the resurrection, the Apostle Paul used this known distinction between the two groups to his advantage when he said, when, said, now when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other part was Pharisees, he cried out in the council, brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. It is with respect to the hope and the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, nor angel, nor spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledge them all. The second point, comprehend. Comprehend equals obedience. Maybe or completely. My first roommate in college was a very intelligent, especially in the in the area of mathematics. Uh, he clept out of every mathematic thing that the school offered his within the first week. So they had to create a math program for him. And they did much higher forms of math for him to study. I have run into people like this, as I'm sure many of you have, uh, since college and and thereafter, who have uh, great abilities in their particular studies. But I have also run into very intelligent people with a variety of gifts who lack wisdom. Not any kind of wisdom, but godly wisdom. It's not that they couldn't learn, they just chose not to believe, which shows lack of wisdom. Nicodemus was a gifted teacher, and Jesus acknowledged that people believed as much, John chapter 3, verse 9. But as great as he was, he didn't know all things. But I like him because he sought wisdom through Jesus. He sought to understand. In a way, within the context of John 3, Jesus taught him about the resurrection. Jesus speaks to him about the need to be born again, John 3.3. 3. Specifically, born of water and the Spirit, John 3.5. Without this, the kingdom of God cannot be entered, Jesus told him. And according to Acts, Jesus was referring to the future time of Pentecost, where people need to be baptized into Christ to receive the Spirit, and, of course, forgiveness of sins, Acts 2.38. This birth, as Jesus handed mine for his new covenant, leads to heaven. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. That's talking about a resurrection, a spiritual resurrection. It will happen to all people. What, John? What will happen to all people? The resurrection. It's going to happen to all people. Do you recall the story of Lazarus in John chapter 11? Though Jesus could have healed him, even from a great distance, he allowed Lazarus to die. John chapter 11, verse 14. And Jesus used the opportunity to help people believe. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he dies, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Of course, we all die. So he's thinking spiritually. Do you believe this? Jesus asked. John eleven twenty five through 26. But even before Jesus did the sign, Martha was already firm in her belief. She says, I know that he will rise again on the resurrection in the last day. That was even before Jesus did the sign. She believed it. But Jesus shared something else that has also become significant for the doctrine of Christianity. All people will be resurrected. Some, he says, will be resurrected to life, but others will be resurrected to destruction. Jesus said for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out those who have done good to a resurrection of life and those who have done evil to a resurrection of judgment John 5:25 What you need to do is consider the quality of the resurrection that you want Will it be one that leads to life in heaven or one that leads to judgment. There is no better quality than what God offers in heaven. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have not told you? that I go prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. That's talking about the resurrection. What God offers His people. So not only do we ponder or consider, we should comprehend or understand. And when that understanding is correct and we follow in obedience the path that God wants us to, this brings us to our third point, expect. Now hope in our society deals with the idea of I hope so or maybe if it comes around. But biblically, It's not that way at all. Hope means a desire and an expectation. But it's all understood through correct teachings found in Christ. Truly, a Christian's hope is based on their relationship with God and Christ. Listen to these passages that speak about having no hope. Do you see a man who, had, who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Proverbs 26:12. Paul talking to Christians, but we do not want to be want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. 1 Thessalonians 4:13. Paul said to the Ephesian Christians, Remember that you are at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope, and without God in this world. Ephesians 2.12 So the question is, can anyone expect a quality resurrection without Christ? You see, Christ died and arose. Cooper, bring me up a Bible that you have in front of you. Christ died and arose. The suffering of Christ was a shame. Thank you. But it had its purpose. He was betrayed by Judas. John chapter 18, verse 5. He was arrested. And paraded around to certain authorities, John chapter 18 verses 12 through 14. Peter denied Jesus, John 18:25 through27. But before Pilate, he was threatened and crucified. But it didn't stop there, did it? On the third day, Sunday, the first day of the week, Jesus rose from the grave. John 20 verse one. And he appeared before people who could verify this wonderful event, like Mary Magdalene, John chapter 20, verse 16, the disciples throughout John 20, and many other recorded instances found in Scripture. And if this death did not end with resurrection, we would have no hope. The hope is based on a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when you have that hope, as is found in Scripture, that hope is not, I hope so, rather, I desire it and I expect it because God keeps His promises. It's true hope, something I really can look forward to. So my question to you, what is your expectation? And what is it based on? Have you considered that God is deeply involved in this world? Have you pondered the natural process of things and how the goodness of the creation reflects God's glory? Have you pondered that? Have you considered it? Has it brought you to an idea of wanting to understand? Well, where do we truly understand? It's not your science book. It's not your history book. It's the Bible, God's Word, the understanding of things that are most important to your salvation. Does it guide you? what's found in scripture. Is it your authority or does it carry dust on the shelf in the family room? We talked about that in a roundabout way in the men's class, didn't we? It's got to be an implementation of your life for the sake of your family and yourself. Do you expect to be resurrected to life, eternal life? Or is your great intelligence not couched in actionable belief? The Apostle John said, Now Jesus did many of the signs which which are not written in this book, but these have been written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and believing you may have life in His name. Some passages I read earlier talked about having no hope. But I'd like to finish the process of what he was talking about. Ephesians, or that is 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18. We will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. The words of hope. The words of resurrection. The words that we can count on because Christ, God Himself, overcame what He overcame, became the sacrifice, died And resurrected on the third day, the Lord's Day, Sunday. We have a hope. If you are in Christ, we have a hope. The lesson is called Resurrection. Consider comprehend and expect. Ponder God's creation. Look out there. All of us here, most of us here are farmers if not ranchers also. If not, you might have a garden. Do you think about those flowers? Do you ponder who created that to begin with? Or do you read your science book and say it just happened? Ponder. Let that lead you to comprehend, understand. Understand the will of man or understand the nature of God. And understanding the nature of God and His Word should lead you to a positive expectation if you put your intelligence with proper belief that you are going to look forward to a hope And that hope is found in the resurrected Christ. I hope this is a great day for you. And for those who are celebrating this Easter day with their family, I hope you enjoy it as well with good food. But don't forget to recognize your whole life that Jesus is resurrected. He is God. And He wants you to be resurrected to life make that part of your life. If there's anybody here who has any concerns or needs, prayer requests or otherwise, please come forward now as together we stand and sing. If the skies above you